Kumusta kayo ngayong umagang ito? I'm on the Tagalog service, right? Oh, Taglish. Good morning, PCF family. Well, it's truly a delight to be back here uh, knowing that makikita ko yung mga kapatid ko dito sa PCF, knowing that we will see our extended families here at PCF. Susan and I were so excited this morning to come here and to worship with you today. So my wife and I are proud parents of our four boys. Apat po yung anak namin, apat na lalaki. I remember the first time Roseanne, our eldest, um, rode his first bike with training wheels. No? He was four years old back then. Not long after, I removed the training wheels and, you know, I had him try the bike without the training wheels. And voila, one push and off he went on his own. I was a very proud dad. I think I was more excited than him that day. Well, before, before I proceed, I just want to congratulate all those parents of these kids who came up here and recite their verses. I know how proud you are for them. And then, let me continue my story. Our second son, Egan, I cannot forget that time when you know, he, he was able to walk his first steps. Can you relate to this? Yes? Man, we were, we were the happiest parents on the planet. We were so proud of him. And then, the first time, the first time he said... Right? Priceless. Priceless. Well, of course, we are also a proud parent of our uh, third son, Ilak. He just graduated from college last Monday in Cal State, LA. So, thank you, Lord. Are there any graduates in the room right now? Congratulations. And to the parents of all these graduates, congratulations too. Well, I'm going to show you a short video taken 12 years ago at this very stage. Let's see, let's watch it. You guys recognize that? That's Zachary. See, that's Raiden. That's my third son, the long hair. That's Alvin next to him. Oh, who is that? And then the worship leader. Wow. And the one on guitar, that's my second son, Egan. Worship leader, BJ. Yeah. Okay, that's enough. All right, thank you. 
You see that little boy, fat boy in the middle? That's our fourth son. And he was like, he was just seven years old that time. We couldn't be more prouder. And I'm sure those parents of all those kids were also proud of all of them, right? I thought that was a treat to all of us back then. That was a harvest festival service in October 2007. I'm so blessed and encouraged to see you here all today. While many of you, many of our brethren are not here, wala sila dito, iba nasa Philippines like Pastor Henji and family. I don't know bakit maiwan si Brother Hector. Well, then some of us probably enjoying their, uh, their uh, long holiday weekend. But thank you for being here. So let me tell you this. I am so very proud of you guys. That you have chosen to fellowship with the Holy Spirit this morning and with one another here at PCF. See, Memorial Day is a day to celebrate, a day to remember those people who have died while serving in the, in the United States Armed Forces. But we also want to honor those who serve and are still serving who are alive today. Right? So thank you for all your services. I also want to take this opportunity to honor and thank the pastors of this church. For, for Senior Pastor Courtney, to the pastoral staff, uh, Pastor Willie, Pastor Art, Pastor Chris, Pastor Wilson, Pastor Ninette, Pastor Daniel, and all the faithful workers here at PCF, thank you for all your services. I just want to honor and thank you today. At sino naman ang makakakalimot kay Sister Beth and Pastor Joe, right? We also want to honor them. And for, for those who know them, I'm sure they're also grateful for their love and for their you know, services to God and to His church. Pastor Joe has been a great inspiration to my spiritual journey. His devotion and love to God, his passion and dedication in the study of the Word of God. Yung pagmamahal niya sa simbahan, yung compassion niya sa, sa lost has greatly influenced my perspective bilang isang pastor. I am very proud of him as my teacher. He was one of my professors in Bible school. I am very proud of him as my pastor, as my mentor, and as a friend. And speaking of being proud, the Bible offers a lot of teachings and warnings about pride or being proud. Psalm, Psalm 18.27 says, You rescue the humble, but you humiliate the proud. Psalms 136 verse 6. Actually, it's 138. Though the Lord is great, He cares for the humble, but He keeps His distance from the proud. James 4, 6. God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. These are simple and yet direct admonition to us by the Lord that pride or being proud should not be named among us should not be named among our personalities, among our character as followers and believers of Christ. Of course, we know that these passages speak 
of those who are proud because they don't rely on God. They, they, don't, they rely on themselves. But the Bible also speaks and teaches about another kind of being proud. Look, Psalm 20 verse 7 says, Some boast in chariots and some in horses, but we boast in the name of the Lord our God. Amen? Jeremiah 9.24 But let him who boasts, boast in this. In what? That he understands and knows me. That I am the Lord who practices steadfast love, justice, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, declares the Lord. This is where um, Apostle Paul quoted that passage, the, the one that he wrote to, uh, to the Corinthian church, 1 Corinthians 1.13. As it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. So today, beloved, I am going to share with you something about the latter kind of pride. Not being proud of ourselves, not being proud of our accomplishments or our social status, nor being proud of material things that we have acquired. Hindi yung pagiging proud dahil mayaman tayo, dahil meron tayo nito and meron tayo niyan. But being proud of our God. Amen. And Psalm 118, which is ascribed to David, characterizes a proud believer. A proud believer. Uh, pwede po tayo tumuyo. Can we all rise and join me in reading our, our passage for today? From Psalm 118, reading from the ESV version. Let's all read. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. For his steadfast love endures forever. Let Israel say his steadfast love endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say his steadfast love endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord say his steadfast love endures forever. Out of my distress I call on the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me free. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord is on my side as my helper. I shall look in triumph on those who hate me. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. All nations surrounded me. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. They surrounded me, surrounded me on every side. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. They surrounded me like bees. They went out like a fire among thorns. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. But the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. Glad songs of salvation are in the tents of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. The right hand of the Lord exalts. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. I shall not die, but I shall live and recount the deeds of the Lord. The Lord has disciplined me severely, but he has not given me over to death. Open to me the gates of righteousness that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. 
This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter through it. I thank you that you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Save us, we pray, O Lord. O Lord, we pray, give us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God, and he has made his light to shine upon us. Bind the festal sacrifice with cords up to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will give thanks to you. You are my God. I will extol you. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for his good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Let us pray. Father, we thank and honor you today for gathering your children to come together and celebrate you. We are here only because of your grace, Father. I pray that as we listen to your word, grant us ears that hear and hearts that perceive and cause us to be transformed by the Holy Spirit through the preaching of your word. Father, glorify your name in our midst. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. That was a, that was a, a little long psalm. 29 verses. So, 1 o'clock. A proud believer. What does it mean to be a proud believer? Being a proud believer or a proud Christian simply means this. That we take pride in our Lord Jesus Christ. That we take pride in our Lord Jesus Christ. It means that we take pride in the, in the things that he has done in our lives. It means that we take pride in the things that he is doing in our lives at the moment. And the things that he will be doing in our lives in the days ahead. Amen? Amen. Because we believe him. We believe in him. In today's message, I have three points I wanted to share with you which define a true and real proud believer. Number one, a proud believer is a person who knows how to thank the Lord. In this verse, the psalmist talks about his reasons, his reasons to be thankful, which speaks of two basic truths about our God. Our Lord. The, the psalmist is thankful to the Lord, number one, for His goodness. Sa kabutihan ng Diyos. Nagpapasalamat siya sa Diyos dahil sa kabutihan ng Diyos sa buhay niya. For His goodness. The background of Psalm 180 is somewhat related to that which of Psalm 56. It was the time during David was on the run because King Saul was, you know, wanted him to be dead. And during those dreadful days in the life of David, God had delivered him out of his goodness to David. 
And so here, the psalmist takes pride in the Lord for God's goodness. Now, like David, I'm sure that all of us have experienced God's goodness. Amen? Amen. In so many ways, in so many times. I mean, all we need to do, if we haven't realized that yet, all we have to do and we need to do is pause and think of the things that God has done in your life. And you'll realize how good our God is. Amen. Amen. We have witnessed how God, out of His goodness, have provided for us and our families. Amen? Amen. Grabe, dito sa America, provision ng Panginoon. Overflowing. Sobra, sobra. Amen? Coming to a foreign country with four boys. Uh, back then, our eldest was 12, 7, 6, and 2. It was never easy. It was never easy. I have a vivid memory of our early days here in the United States when we were just starting out 17 years ago. I was the only one working in the family to feed six mouths. But thanks be to God for giving me a partner who is not only beautiful. Her treat for lunch later. But also intelligent and smart. Susan being the treasurer in the family. She was very careful in our spending. She, would, she was very good in making our budget. And making our ends meet. Kudos, ma. I'm so proud of you. There was a time when the budget was so tight. Talaga ang hirap. Ang, talagang, uh, the, the, the guys follow? That, that time. And she still has to feed us five boys. Boys. You know the, how boys consume food? Plus herself, of course. There were some occasions when she was able to provide a full meal for us out of just one can of Spam. Who loves Spam here? We all do. Man, one can of Spam. I'm sure any one of you can finish one can easily, right? But Susan would slice it in 12. 12 paper thin slices. It's like when you drop it, it's gonna float before it reaches the ground. That everyone would enjoy two slices of it for that meal. It was like isang subo ng, ng spam, tatlong subo ng kanin, and then you drink a lot of water. Something like that. What I'm saying is, God has been very good to us from day one. I am so amazed on how God had provided for us all these years. Many of you witnessed how we started here in the U.S. And if you will see my boys now, you wouldn't, you wouldn't tell that they were you know, sharing a, a can of spam. They're big. They're big. But they still consume a lot. 
I can tell you this, that the God that we love and serve, the God that we worship, is indeed very good all the time. I am sure that all of you can attest to God's goodness in healing us, in sustaining our strength every morning, right? And His hand is always upon us to protect us from harm and the works of the evil ones. God, out of His goodness, had provided for us everything that we ever needed, right? And let's be honest here. Most of the time, even those that which we desire, we want, He provides. Amen? And so we take pride. We take pride in the Lord because of His goodness to us. Next, a believer, a proud believer, knows how to thank God for His steadfast love, for His steadfast love, for His loving mercy, loving kindness. This is God's character. It talks about His mercy, His grace, His love, His divine love towards us. And again, just like the psalmist, we are all recipients of God's loving kindness. He has called us, has chosen us before the foundation of the earth. That we should be holy and blameless before Him. Given us the right to be called sons and daughters of God. Amen? Are you guys proud of being sons and daughters of the Creator of the universe? Wow! We should be! Amen? I was so blessed in our worship this morning. This is one of the exhortations Pastor Wilson was saying. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. And we are proud to be a child of God. Amen? Amen. Now, this is so interesting because true thank, listen to this, true thankfulness and true gratefulness, yung tunay na pagpapasalamat, no? it doesn't end there. It produces results. Good results. It produces results of being thankful to God. Right? Psalm 118.2 says, Let Israel say, His steadfast love endures forever. The psalmist calls out to the whole Israel to celebrate God's steadfast love. That it endures forever. Now, if we are to put this in, in right perspective, through Israel, according to the Bible, is not exclusive to all who descended from Israel, nor to the children of Abraham. We can read that in Romans chapter 9. Rather, the true Israel is composed of both what? Jews and Gentiles whom God chose and called to be His people, a people for His treasured possessions, that they may proclaim what? The excellencies of Him who called them out of darkness into his marvelous light, 1 Peter 2.9. In other words, if we were the psalmist, kung tayo si David, if we were David in our text, then Israel is God's chosen people of our days, which is the church. Which is the church. And so as a result of being grateful to the Lord, us being grateful to the Lord, we encourage the church. We encourage the church. And that's what we do. We invite friends or families, you know, to come together on Sunday to join us in worship. 
because we are proud of our God. Amen? Amen. Give thanks to the Lord, our God and King. Oh, diba? For He is good, He is above all things. Not only our church, the psalmist continues in verse 3. Let the house of Aaron say, His steadfast love endures forever. Now we know that Aaron was ordained by God to minister to people of Israel as the high priest in the Old Testament. How about in the New Testament? Or in our present day? Who is Aaron in our present day? In the New Testament, who were given the role of a priesthood. Believers, followers of Christ, me and you, right? First Peter 2.9, but you are what? A chosen race, a royal priesthood referring to believers and followers of Christ. Referring to Christians, so to speak. And so to say, let the house of Aaron would be the same as saying, let the house of a believer, let the house of Brother Rene, let the house of Pastor Wilson, let your house say, his steadfast love endures forever. And so as a result of being grateful to the Lord, we encourage not only the church, but we also encourage our family, our family. Some members of your family may not be here today maybe because they don't know the Lord yet. Or maybe they are struggling with their uh, relationship with the Lord. But beloved, let us not give up on our family members. Let us now grow weary in encouraging them. Let us not get tired of praying for them. Prayer works. Amen? Let's continue. As a result of being grateful to the Lord, we encourage other believers. Let those who fear the Lord, verse 4 says, His steadfast love endures forever. How great is our God. Sing with me, inviting everyone. How great is our God. Sing with me, how great is our God. Wow. And so a proud believer, beloved, is the one who knows how to thank the Lord for His goodness and his, for His loving kindness, which would result eventually and naturally in encouraging the church, encouraging the family, and encouraging the believers. Amen? Next. A proud believer is a person who knows how to trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. A person knows that he is a proud believer because he knows that he trusts in the Lord. And he knows that he trusts in the Lord because he calls on the Lord. Do you guys agree? Parang pag sinabi ko na nagtitiwala ako kay Pastor Joe at hindi ko naman siya tatawagan pag ako ay may problema, how do I, how, how do I reconcile that? 
right? I trust Pastor Joe that if I, call, if I, have, if I encounter a problem, especially in the ministry, I trust that he would give me godly counsel. But when I face and encounter trials and I do that I, and I don't call him, probably I, I, I did not trust him at all, right? Now going back to the background of this psalm, just imagine yourself being in the situation of David. Grabe, hinahunting kayo. You are being hunted. A bounty was put on your head. Isang milyon sa ulo ni David. Diba? The king wanted you dead. What would you do? Who are you gonna call? Not Ghostbusters, no. <laughs> David, in the midst of his distress, he called on the Lord. Why? Because he trusts the Lord. Whom are we calling in times of distress? Whom do we call during trying times? Whom do we call in times of trouble? Who is your 911? Jesus, the Lord. Amen? The Lord's promise in Jeremiah is this. Call me. Call to me and I will answer you. And I will tell you great and mighty things which you do not know. You can trust our Lord. He is faithful. Amen? Next, a person also knows that he trusts in the Lord because his confidence is the Lord. So during those times, David was on the run, right? The whole army of Saul was after him. Then he reached a city called Gath. By the way, this story you can find in the book of 1 Samuel 22 to 23 for further study and reference on your, on your uh, devotion. 1 Samuel 22 to 23. So... David, while running from this army, reached a place called Gath. Now, do you have any idea about this place, Gath? Actually, there's nothing so significant about the place except this. This is the hometown of Goliath. This is the hometown of Goliath. Now, can you imagine how dreadful that experience must have been for David? The army of Saul was hunting him to kill him. And now while he runs from a clear and present danger, he, here he comes to Gath where people knew him and who hated him so much because of what he did to their giant, to their champion. So David was afraid. Very afraid. But you know what? His confidence is the Lord. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord is on my side as my helper. I shall look in triumph on those who hate me. At the end of the story, the Lord delivered David from that peril. 
Now, the Apostle Paul echoed the same confidence in his letter to the Romans. Romans 8.31, If God is for us, no one can stand against us. And God is with us. And then he added an exclamation point in his letter to Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. His confidence is the Lord. And in the love of God, that is in Christ. Amen? Sana po yung ating confidence nasa Panginoon din. Especially when in times of troubles. May we find our confidence in God. And trust Him. Amen? For His word that never will He forsake us nor leave us. Hallelujah. Let's continue. A person knows that he trusts in the Lord because he chooses the Lord over men. He chooses the Lord over men. A proud believer is like the psalmist who was saying and proclaiming, you know, my Lord is better than man. My Lord is far better than princes. But here is how it is, how is it better to trust in the Lord than man? How is it better? Verses 10 to 16 explains this. Because the name of the Lord is mightier. The name of the Lord is mightier. He was surrounded. And then what did he do? In the name of the Lord, I cut him off. In the name of the Lord, I cut him off. This service is ordained by God. Amen. From worship to opening prayer. Pastor Art was exhorting this this morning. There is power in the name of the Lord. There is power in the name of Jesus. Break every chain. Break every chain. Right? There's another song. Jesus, your name is power. Who knows this song? Jesus, your name is might. Jesus, your name will break every stronghold. Jesus, your name is life. Confidence in the name of the Lord. Amen? Another reason why it is better to trust in the Lord more than man or princess is this. Because the Lord is stronger. The Lord is stronger. The Lord is my strength. He has become my salvation. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. The Lord is stronger. Again, a proud believer is the one who knows how to trust in the Lord. A proud believer is the one who calls on the Lord, whose confidence is the Lord, and who chooses the Lord over man. Last point. A proud believer is the one who knows how to testify for the Lord. Testify for the Lord. This reminds me of the last sequel of The Pirates of the Caribbean. Have you seen this movie? The dead, dead man tells no tales. And I think that is 
that is biblical in part. Psalm 115, 17-18 says this, The dead cannot sing praises to the Lord, for they have gone into the silence of the grave. But we can praise the Lord both now and forever. Praise the Lord. And this is exactly what the psalmist is saying in, in verse 17. I shall not die, but I shall live and recount the deeds of the Lord. But while this is true to so many Christians, totoo po ito sa maraming Kristiyano, hindi ho ba? Na tayo ay nagpupurit, nagpapasalamat sa Diyos. But there are still other believers who appear to be more like dead than alive when it comes to testifying for the Lord or recounting the deeds of the Lord. But here's an encouragement of the psalmist. Let, let, let me show you. Psalm 30, 11 to 12. You turn my mourning or your, my wailing into... Dancing, you remove my sackcloth, my shame, my, my guilt, and clothe me with joy. Why did God do that? That my heart may sing your praises and not be silent. Lord my God, I will praise you forever. God has sustained you. God has blessed you with so much. God has healed you. God has saved you. That my heart may sing and praises and your praises and not be silent. Be proud. Be proud of our God. Be proud of your Savior, your healer, your provider, your Savior. Now, in our passage, one of the psalmist's testimony as part of the Lord's good deeds is God's discipline. You see, beloved, here we can see again how proud the psalmist is of the Lord. I think it takes courage and boldness to admit, admit something like this. I mean, it is not easy to admit that you're, you were wrong and that you are being disciplined by the Lord. But here we see that the psalmist is boasting Boasting about the fact that God is correcting him or disciplining him. Hebrews, 11, Hebrews 12, 11 rather complements what the psalmist is saying. For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant. But later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who what? Who have been trained by it. Hallelujah. The beloved, discipline is good for those who are trained by it. Maganda yung pagdidisiplina ng Panginoon. Amen? So we even need to be proud when God disciplines us. Amen? Then the psalmist in verses 19 to 23 testifies about God's righteousness. God's righteousness. Here the psalmist is speaking of God's righteousness which is the Lord's doing referring to the Lord. The stone that the builders rejected who became the cornerstone ang tinutukoy po dito ang Panginoong Heso Kristo. Gawa ng Panginoon. And then the psalmist continues to testify 
pagpapatutuo sa verse 25, 26, ng pagpapala ng Diyos. God's blessings. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Then verse 4, verse 27, the Lord is good. He testifies about the goodness of the Lord. The psalmist was ready to worship and give thanks to the Lord because the Lord is God. And because God has made this light not only to himself but to us, but upon us. And then not only that, David also testifies that the Lord is my God. Testifies that the Lord is my God. And because you are my God, I will give thanks to you. Because you are my God, I will extol you. And finally, the psalmist closes the psalm exactly the way he started it. Sabi niya, verse 29, O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his steadfast love endures forever. I know in my heart, and I'm so very proud of you guys, I know that we are all proud children of our Almighty God. I sense it in the morning during worship, how, how excited you were to declare God's goodness and God's praise. I'm confident that we are all proud of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen? Listen to this, beloved. I think it is a lot easier for parents to say to their children, I am very proud of you, my son, my daughter, than for children to tell their parents, I'm proud of you, dad. I'm proud of you, mom. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. What do you guys think? But let me ask you a personal question. How are you as a son or daughter to your mom and dad as far as being a proud son or daughter? How do you show them that you are very proud of them? Well, today we've heard a lesson of gratitude from a proud believer proud believer or a proud child of God is the one who knows how to thank the Lord. Proud believer is the one who knows how to trust in the Lord. Proud believer is the one who knows how to testify for the Lord. Amen? Amen. It is my utmost prayer that God will enable us to keep these things in our hearts and shape us to grow into a proud, a true proud believer. Remember what the Lord Jesus said in Matthew, so everyone who acknowledges me before men, I also will acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I also will deny before my Father who is in heaven. I leave you with this, encouragement be proud be proud of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ be proud of the one who called you out from darkness into his marvelous light be proud of the one who is transforming your lives right now 
Be proud of the one that is providing for you and your family. Be proud of the one who carries, carries you through. Be proud of the one who loves you so much, who promised that he will never leave you nor forsake you. Thank him in your life. Trust in him. Testify for him. Amen? Father, we honor you today for all the things that you have done in our lives in the past. For your goodness, your steadfast love, your loving kindness, your provision, your protection. And for the things that you are doing right now in our lives as your children, that you draw us closer to you day by day, growing in us a stronger faith and love and knowledge of your will. Lord, we thank you for the things that you are going to do in and through us, Lord. Our confidence is in you. In times of trying, in times of trials, and even in the thriving times, Father, help us to Continue to trust you and grow in your love. Make us proud. Create in us a proud heart. Proud heart of being son and daughters of yours. Teach us to thank you. Cause us to trust in you. And to testify for you. We give you back all the glory all the praises and thanksgiving. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you.